Welcome to your personal branding podcast with Bernard Kelvin Clive, your number one career and business podcast in Ghana, bringing you expert interviews and insights into personal branding, personal development, and publishing. Now, here's your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. All right, it's another exciting episode of your personal branding podcast, and my special guest again here is Chris Reed. Chris is the coolest guy in SEO, digital marketing, online reputation. Chris, welcome to the podcast show. Hey, Bernard. Thanks for having me back again. It's uh, great, great to uh, talk to you. It's a pleasure, I treasure. So one may ask, what is SEO all about? Why do I need that? Yeah, well, SEO stands for Search Engine Optimization, as most people probably know. Well, anyone that has a website should have some idea. And, you know, it's it's the organic search, the free search from Google. Oh, oh, oh there's other search engines, but Google has the lion's share of the market, so that's what we focus on. Once you've captured all of that, then you can go after the others. But, uh, yeah, there's the flip side of SEO is SEM, which is Search Engine Marketing, and that's the paid search on Google. Uh, yeah, that's fantastic to to get you started because well you can pay money and get ranked for anything instantly but the downside of that is it gets really expensive and you stop paying you stop getting where seo uh, you keep continually build your brand and your authority and so you keep getting a return so like if you spend a thousand dollars on sem sure you might pay you know five dollars a click so you're getting 200 clicks and that works great because you're getting you know enough conversions that pay for it and it works out really well, but you don't continually grow. Each each month you have to spend that thousand dollars to maintain it. Where if you spend a thousand dollars with SEO, you're building your brand and you're increasing your traffic, and well, you're getting you should be getting a healthy return on that investment. So you don't want to stop spending that thousand dollars, but each month it gets bigger and bigger. So you know. Say month one, you might be bringing in yeah, 200 visitors. The next month, it's 400 visitors. The next month, it's 800 visitors. And so it keeps compounding. So that's that's the real benefit of SEO over SEM. But then the other is that it has a, a lot more trust. You know, like Google is trying to determine the very best search result for, for you, the searcher. So when you're looking for a product or a service or information, you know, there's a lot of trust in the search results that Google return. But uh, everyone knows that the ads are ads, and so there's not as much trust on them. Sure, they'll, they'll get some click-throughs, but if someone goes to your website via that, they won't have as much trust, so they may not convert as well, too. So there's another advantage of SEO. So uh, maybe looking at a startup uh, brand um, or person who wants to position himself online digitally, can I decide to start a SEM, a search engine marketing, then gradually move to search engine optimization because maybe I'm, I'm low on budget, I don't know the strategies, but I think I want to get some surface visibility, so I start with some paid ads on Google to get my brand more visible. What do you advise on these strategies? I mean, that can be a great uh, way to go. I mean, if you've got budget... Uh, then certainly, I mean, big brands absolutely love SEM over SEO because it's, well, the the reason that they do like it is because it's much more measurable. Google provides a lot of tools to really help you measure those clicks because that's where Google makes makes all their money. Mm. So uh, they make it really easy for you to measure 
what you're getting with SEM, but uh, yeah, so if you're getting healthy returns straight away, fantastic, but then you can start weaning yourself off it and doing SEO because that's going to give you the longevity. So yeah, if you've got the budget to go after it straight away, then sure, go for it. But in the long run, I would strongly resist, uh, suggest that you do SEO. And the benefit in that too is uh, SEM, the AdWords, uh, you'll pay based on your relevancy. So the more relevant you are to that search term, the less you'll pay. So you'll, you'll notice big brands, they tend to uh, even bid on their brand name. So if you Googled Sony or Apple or iPhone, you'd see their website come up as well. And they, they just do this to really own the real estate and to outbid anyone else. And because they are super relevant, they'll be much cheaper. Like, mm. if Apple bids on an iPhone, which I'm, I haven't checked, but I bet they do, it'll be super cheap for them because Google knows that's really relevant. And if you're Googling iPhone, then, yeah, the Apple store is fantastic. Mm. Where if Samsung was to bid on that same term, it would cost a lot more. You know, they're somewhat relevant. You know, they make smartphones, but they're not as relevant because they you know, don't, don't make iPhones. But then if uh, someone different, like uh, someone that doesn't make smartphones like Nokia or something, if they bid on that, they would be way more expensive because they're even less relevant. So if you if you can increase your SEO, then you it's going to be cheaper for SEM. Oh. Okay, great. So, uh, let, uh, before we delve into uh, backlinking, it things why we need backlinking. Let's get what is backlinking in relation to SEM so, uh, SEM? Uh, a backlink is simply uh, the link from one website to another. So when someone writes an article and they talk about something and you know click here for more information, that's a that's a backlink. And the the reason they're important is Larry Page, the co-founder of Google, uh, who you know when he was at university, he came to the assumption that you know when someone writes a book, if everyone references that book in their book, then the, the then the first author must be the authority in that niche. I said, well, it must be the same for websites, right? If mm. everyone's linking to a website, then they must be the authority. And so he built the PageRank algorithm, and it worked amazingly good. I mean, you know, there was a whole bunch of, back in the 90s, there was a whole fleet of different search engines, you know, Yahoo, AltaVista, Ask Jeeves, you know, heaps of them that, you know, you even forget the names of. And when Google came out with their PageRank algorithm, it just destroyed them because it was just so much better. It's a better way to build the authority. And it's still the the heart of the search engine now. You know, they've got over 200 different uh, metrics that they use to measure where your website should rank. But the most important one is how your page rank is and your authority. The more authoritative you are, the more people you've got linking to you, the better your rank. And the tighter the niche, also the better your rank. So like, if you sold smartphones, if you've got other people that are in that industry, telcos and you know other smartphone dealers and people that know about that linking to you, then you're going to rank really well. Where you know a pet shop that's not relevant to smartphones is not going to have as much authority. You know, Google's trying to work out: Do you actually know what you're talking about? <laughs> so, you know, like a dog breeder, if they were linking to a pet shop, well, that's going to have a lot of authority because yeah. they know what they're talking about. Yeah. So that that's why backlinks are really important. Okay, so how how do we get started with backlinking? I mean, for a personal brand, for an SME, how do I get started? I'm new online. I just have a landing page. I have 
Facebook or I mean I have a, a personal website or company website what, what do you advise me to do? Well, I'd first advise you to build a decent website with some more content. Just that one landing page isn't <laughs> going to work too well. And uh, that even goes with AdWords, right? Like we've we've had a customer come to us re- recently who you know had a brand new website and was doing AdWords, and they said they were not converting. Mm. And I looked at their website. I'm like, dude, you got no trust here. <laughs> you know, the product that they were selling was quite a high end product. It's expensive. And yeah, they're a reputable company. They just had a brand new website. And like, if you go to that website, it doesn't have trust. You you want to be able to see that they're a real business. You know, these people don't know you until you're an established brand that people know. Well, your website better scream trust. And so, once you've got a website that looks good and has all the information there, then you should go out and get backlinks, and not in a dirty way. Like, there's two ways of SEO. One's called white hat, and one's called black hat. The black being the stuff that Google doesn't like, and the white being the stuff that's fine. And you know, there's lots of naughty ways you can generate backlinks that can be cheap and effective, but in the long run, they can get you into trouble. And I'd highly recommend you don't do it. I mean, you've invested so much time building your brand. Don't go and hurt it. The the way that I'd recommend to build backlinks is, you know, whatever your business, you you don't. Uh, exist alone, right? Everyone exists in an ecosystem. Yeah. You know, there's there's partnerships. You work with someone else. You use some other products. You know, like why don't you, why don't you work with them uh, promoting it? You know, like uh, you know, we we uh, work with a lot of yoga studios. I'm I'm a yogi myself, so I you know have a vested interest in the community and like to like to help them where I can. And you know, different yogis are really passionate about different yoga products. You know, they'll they'll sit there and argue about the benefits of a different mat. And so that's great. You can provide that content and you know, link to the the website that that provides that mat, and they'll link back to you because they go, great, this person loves my mat. Awesome. You know, if if you're a baker, well, you know, where where did you get your flour from? Or well, probably some local supplier. So you can you know, write a write an article, a testimonial about how brilliant these guys are. You know, we go and get our flour from XYZ wholesaler because they're the man, mm. and they'll link back to you with you know, fantastic. You know, Johnny's Bakery comes and gets our our flour. You know, then it's a win-win situation. You're providing uh, good information. You know, we make the best bread because we use the best flour from these guys and these guys and you know whatever it is. And then it's a great win for them too because they get to see or check out all our customers. And so if you can try and create a win-win scenario where, uh, with the people that you work with, that's a simple way to get links. Mm, so that's how it all started. So the first thing you really mentioned that you really need to have a very uh, a good website with great content on, on, on your site first. That's a, that's a starting point. Well, I wouldn't go overboard. Like, uh, it depends what your website's for. Mm. Like, you know, some, some websites can be just like a, a business card website, really. It, mm. You know, it shows a few of your products and services in your name and contact information. That's fine. Because if you go crazy uh, making content all over the shop and no one's linking to it, no one's listening to it, Google sees this and they go, well, why do I care about this website? Mm. Like, their crawler 
it only has so much uh, so much resources. Like, you know, Google, sure, they have massive computers, but they are limited to the vastness of the internet, and they can't look at it all all the time. So they go to where is important, like where is important, where is people looking at. So if you're publishing content and no one's linking to it or talking about it, they'll stop coming to your website and looking. Where like sites like the Huffington Post, which pop out content constantly, mm-hmm. but you know people are searching for it, people are linking to it, people are talking about it. Google knows that people want to see that, so they'll rank it and they'll they'll Googlebot will go there regularly to check that it's it's going okay. Where if if your website's there and you're just pumping out content, you know, like writing an article every 10 minutes and <laughs> no one cares about it, well, then Google will go, why am I bothering to look at this? So I, I like to go by the rule of spend 20% of your time writing amazing content and spend 80% of your time getting that content shared. Okay. So 20% quality content, 80% and more getting it shared or promoted. Yeah. And then another thing that I, I mean, we work with a lot of business people Mm. and, you know, everyone gets into business, you know, generally because they're passionate about whatever they do. You know, if they're they're a lawyer, they're passionate about law. If they're, you know, a ballerina, they're passionate about ballet. You know, it's like everyone's doing it because they love doing that. And so it's pretty easy to make good content. You just show what you're passionate about and why you're passionate about it. You know, if you have a dance school, why do you teach the type of dance that you do? You know, tell the story. Tell tell them about your teaching techniques and your history. And it's really easy to make that great content. And that makes a human connection too. You know, if you're like telling a story about, you know, because I, when I was 12 years old and this teacher like changed my life and I just fell in love with this style of dance and, you know, grew up and wanted to you know, teach other children to do the same, you know, if you if you tell a story like that, show your passion, it really helps you know visitors relate to you and trust you and go, Wow, that's the guy I want because he loves what he does. That leads to, you know, uh you know building quality or more reputable backlinks takes some time. So is that the reason why people resort to some other uh I mean black hacking backlisting strategies? Yeah, for sure. I mean, building building white hat links, sure, it does take a bit of effort. You know, you need to contact people and speak to people and write good content. You know, Google only looks at good content. They don't want to see rubbish on the internet. You know, they don't want to index it. They don't want to show show it to people. They want to create a really good user experience. You know, they're under a lot of pressure now, especially with Facebook being so popular. You know, it's like they need to make sure they're providing really good search results or you'll stop using them, you'll go to Facebook. And so cutting corners, they try and penalise people that do that. You, know, you can still do it and get away with it, but uh, I wouldn't advise it for the long term. Like there is a, there's a link network called SAPE, S-A-P-E, mm-hmm. and these are made from Russian hackers. They hack websites. Uh, they don't destroy them, but they'll add links to them so they'll insert in the back of the back of your pages a link to whoever pays for it and they're super cheap to buy it costs like nothing because they they'll hack a hundred thousand sites and then you know sell the links for 
you know, a dollar each. It's well, yeah, and boom, there you got a hundred thousand dollars that day. Good money for them. But uh, you know, these links do get found out, and Google doesn't like them, so they'll they'll will penalize you in the end. Yeah. So yeah, if you if you're looking for a quick win, then that's a that's a great way to get one. But if you're looking at building trust and authority and a real brand, then yeah, I I wouldn't bother. So Chris, what are your best tips, or maybe normally I want to ask about one, two, or three, or five, or something about building backlink in and also SEOs for brands? What have been your mm-hmm. strategies so far? What are your best um, advice on that? So uh, one thing that you can do is look for non uh, non direct competitors. So often most most businesses, real world businesses. Work on a geographical area. You know, they lift, they look for their city or even their side of the city in a big city. You know, there's not too many businesses that really sell things worldwide. Not small business, really. You know, yeah. unless you've got an information product or something that you can ship. Most, you know, any anything that's doing local services or something is looking for a local area. And so you can look into what are the competitors. Well, the, what are the non-direct competitors doing? So, like, a, you know, we've got a customer that does printer repairs in Sydney, in Australia. And so we can look at uh, ads that are running, Google ads, that have been running for printer repairs in New York. And we've got tools that can check back for 10 years' worth of ads. And so you can see, if someone's been running that ad for 10 years, well, you know it works. Mm-hmm. You know? So, so then you can copy that ad. And one, and one thing that uh, counts for Google in the organic listings is the click-through rate. They want to see people that click on the website. And so if you're number three and you start getting more clicks than number two, you'll overtake number two and it'll switch your position. And so if you can write really compelling titles and descriptions, you'll get more clicks. And an easy way to do that is by having a look at the non-direct competitors. So you you can go and find the ads that have been running for 10 years and go, great, these are the most compelling ads for printer repairs in New York. Cool, I can just copy that for my guy in Sydney, and job done. You get awesome click-through rate. Change the New York to Sydney, and boom, you're done. Wow. Locally mapping your your business location on Google Maps, has it any direct correlation with I mean, SEOs and backlinking? Yeah, so that is super important for anyone that... Um, is looking for a keyword like, you know, Italian restaurant Brisbane or, you know, pizza, pizza bar New York. You know, that's super important to be in the Google Maps listing. It's pretty easy to get a listing. All you have to do is submit to Google. You, you open up a business, Google My Business account. Uh, you put in your address and name and they'll send you a postcard because they want to verify that that's your address and that's you that owns it. So they'll send a postcard to you that has a PIN number on it. Then you just go back to Google My Business, pop uh, pop in that PIN number, and then it's verified, and they know that that's you. And so now you'll pop up on Google Maps. Probably not at the top position, because the top position is well sought after. (laughs) So uh, that'll take some work. So uh, we just started working with a web design agency in Brisbane, and... Uh, for the keyword Web Design Brisbane, they rank number one. But I looked in the Google Maps, which if you Google Web Design Brisbane, you'll see the Google Maps box pops up first, and they're not in the Google Maps box. Mm. And so we want to do an analysis of why they're not. 
And so one of the key things in that is, is your Google My Business page, does it have those keywords on it? You know, has it, got, has it been optimized for you know, web design Brisbane? And you've got to be careful to pick your best keyword because you can't have them all. It's a, it's a simple page. Mm. And if you optimize for one, you'll de-optimize for another. So you need to like really work out what's the best for you. And you know, that's what Google wants. They don't want someone trying to rank for every keyword. <laughs> they want them to rank for their main keyword. You know? But uh, once, once you've optimized your page, the next thing is local SEO citations. Okay. So what a citation is, is really uh, a name, address, and phone number. It's places that list your business details. There's a whole bunch of other things that you can include in citations, but mainly we just say name, address, and phone number. You know, sites like Yellow Pages, uh, Yelp, uh, True Local in Australia, you know, anytime that Google can go and see your business details, oh, the, you know, that's their location, that's their their uh, opening hours, that's where they, what the reviews are, that builds trust. And Google goes, great, this is the right information. Because, you know, they want to know that you're, if you're an Italian restaurant, they want to know you're really an Italian restaurant. What, what's, what's the menu? So that when someone is on their phone walking down the street and they type Italian restaurant, that they're getting a real result, not something else. And so the more times that they can see, yep, it's open Monday to Friday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., you know, they take Visa, MasterCard, you know, the more times they can see all that information, the more confident Google are that it's correct and the higher you'll rank in the, in the Google Maps box. And, man, if, if you're looking for a geo-targeted, a geographically targeted keyword, that's where you need to be. To do any other, any other of your tips or strategies to help us with our backlinking and SEO uh, performance? Uh, oh, well, I mean, I can talk all day long about uh, <laughs> SEO, but, you know, it's, it, it really depends where you are. I mean, we, we've worked with so many different customers over the years, and you know, the first thing we do is ask a questionnaire to, you know, where are they at and where do they want to go? And that's really the first thing everyone needs to do is, what are you trying to achieve? You know, it's pretty hard to achieve it if you don't have a plan. If you don't know what, what your goals are, it's hard to build a plan to get you there. So, uh, you know, I'd really look at, the, look at the setting out what you want to do, and then you can build a plan of how to get there. Okay. All right, so uh, as I always ask my final, what would be your billion-dollar advice to the world on SEO and backlinking and reputation management online. B- billion dollar advice? Um, uh, I might be, I could, I could be a billionaire if I gave this away. <laughs> uh, in, in, in my uh, humble opinion, it's very important to have a reputation. You know, it takes a long time to build one, and not so long to destroy one. So, just be real careful with it, and. Uh, you know, do a good job providing the service or product that you love providing, and that—that's the key to success. You know, and enjoy doing what you do. If you—if you ask me. Okay, great. Thanks, Chris. Chris, where can uh, listeners get in touch with you and consult with your organization? Well, Bernard, uh, if anyone wants to see more about me, they can just Google the coolest guy in SEO, and they'll see plenty. <laughs> Uh, or you can check out our website if you go to ardorseo.com that's A-R-D-O-R-S-E-O dot com slash podcasts and uh, we'll have a special little prize there for you 
Great, 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 great. Thanks so much, Chris Reed and listeners. I hope you find this very resourceful. So don't.